Love podcasts? You'll love Podcast Magazine, taking readers into the lives of today's leading podcasters and beyond the microphone of the shows fans love. Each month, Podcast Magazine's dedicated writers share personal interviews, industry happenings, exclusive categorical charts, and independent ratings and reviews of under-the-radar shows. If you listen to podcasts, subscribe now at podcastmagazine.com and grab a free lifetime subscription while you can. That's podcastmagazine.com. This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Mary Goulet. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good, good, good. Richie Ote. What's up, my brother? How's it going? Uh, there we go. <laughs> exactly. All bueno, all bueno on the uh, social distancing edition here of Reinvention Radio. And we're hanging out with Debbie Lynn Grace as well. Debbie looks nice and sunny where, where you're joining us from. Where where are you at in the world here? I'm right here in San Diego. <laughs> See? That's why it's nice and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting great weather. <laughs> right? See, we should have done this in the studio, except for that darn no one can get together and be within six feet of each other thing. But other outside of that, we could have, uh, <laughs> could have hung out and had some fun at the studio next time. So, all right. So let's uh, let's jump into it here on Reinvention Radio and more specifically the New Media Minute. Uh, let, let's give folks an understanding of, uh, of all the fun stuff that you're doing in the world. But briefly, uh, what are you up to now and, uh, and how did you reinvent uh, your life to get to, to this point? Um, what I'm up to now is because I predominantly work with highly sensitive people and empaths. Uh, whether they're entrepreneurs or they're in the corporate world or they're even stay-at-home moms and dads or whatever. But predominantly what I have been working with people right now is, you know, there's a pervasive energy of fear and stress and anxiety. And when you're trying to reinvent yourself, particularly in the business world, but you're like kind of paralyzed in some ways by the fear, the unknown, of what's going to happen, uh, where we're going, not only in the economy, but really what's going to happen in your own health and walking outside. So for me, what I've been focusing on is two areas, really. Um, I teach a lot of strategies and how to stay calm and centered and get out of, let go of the energy of anxiety out of your body and to protect yourself from that sort of energy and fear. But the second thing I'm noticing with my clients is everybody's having a down day. Like even if your business is going well, everybody's having a down day because a lot of your tools are being taken away from you. The chance to go out and hang with your friends, to go out to a restaurant, to just go to the grocery store and not wear, have to wear a mask and fear that somebody's going to infect you. I mean, just the simplest things in life are being taken away from you. So I'm, I'm noticing um, for me, I'm giving a lot of pep talks. Like I'm giving a lot of talks on like, you got this. Like, you know, like you got this and, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are big leaders in the world and have businesses that are going really, really well, but everybody's having, has a moment where they're having a down day. <laughs> yeah. 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 So how, how do you, what should they do? Like what, what's one of the things that you can do when, when you, when you don't have Debbie Linda to give you that, that pep talk, what, what can you do for yourself? Yeah. Well, um, there's a, there's a few different things. Um, I, 
believe that you can, in a, in a pep talk, there's things that you can do to reinforce, um, to put yourself in a higher vibration, so to speak, and, and kind of move out of that space. So one of the things I say is do a continual of what you're grateful for, because that kind of shifts your state. I am grateful for my health right now. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the people I know. I'm grateful for my connections. I'm grateful for all of the work that I've done so far. That will shift your state because basically when you go into a place of anxiety, you're in a different state and yeah. it kind of takes you, it messes with your focus and attention. So that's a way to shift your state out. The other one I help people with is what makes me powerful is, and this is a great one for entrepreneurs to keep going. What makes me powerful is my intelligence. What makes me powerful is my kindness. What makes me powerful is my compassion. What makes me powerful is my knowingness. And so I run them through sort of that drill. It's a great drill to do before you get on a call, before you teach a class, before mm. it, it helps in your connection. It makes you, it brings you back to your level of confidence, but in a way that your brain can hear because you're, you're not trying to fake it till you make it. You know, when you say what makes me powerful, you're making real true statements about what really makes you powerful inside. And when we're in this place of uh, anxiety or in a place of fear, you're having a moment feeling disconnected, it reconnects you to who you truly are. It actually connects you to your authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, there's a lot of people right now who, you know, needless to say, have some, have some fears based on things that have happened in the past. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've learned over time, you don't ask a, a person their age. Um, but, you know, most Gen Xers have had uh, some pretty serious things going on over their, you know, over the course of their career. I mean, like, you know, I'm assuming you're sort of in that general realm there anyway. But the reality is we've been knocked down quite a bit, you know, I mean, in terms of the the crash of the of the bubble uh, for the dot-com world and then, uh, you know, the crash of the, the real estate world. Right. And, and the, you know, everything that's going on here and, and this, this, the, the, there will be a crash here. I mean, it may not necessarily yeah. feel like it, but it's, it's inevitable. I mean, you're, yeah. you're going to see businesses close. You're going to see people uh, just struggle, especially those in the service. I mean, you're seeing it already. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've even begun to scratch the surface in terms of what the fallout from this is going to be. And so fear, stop it. You're giving me fear and anxiety right now. I know. I know. Here's the thing is that, is that you'll notice that when, when the economy goes down, there's also a bunch of people that make money, make more money. And I'm not talking about the stock market. I'm talking about that, there's never a shortage of opportunities. And that is something that I always talk about. Like, so I've survived, I've been in business for 25 years. I started out working with entrepreneurs, you know, thousands of entrepreneurs over that time. And like, so I've been in business through all those things that you're talking about, you know, 9-11, 2008, and I'm still, and I'm still here. But I do think it does require some reinvention to some extent I know my business is reinvented. I mean, I started out as a marketing consultant and today I work with people to help them remove energy blocks and I help them really on their spiritual path. So I've reinvented myself, you know, substantially, 
I've even changed my name over the course of that time as I, you know, I'm an author and a speaker and I started out one name and I, and I changed my last name because of the direction I was heading. It felt like it was more congruent with who I am. But I was thinking about exactly what you were saying, Steve. It's like, what's kept me in the game? You know, even though my business has changed, my audience has changed, what I'm doing has changed. And I still have people that are working with me from 15 years ago. Mm. And I think what it boils down to is the relationships you develop over those years, which is never going to change, right? No matter what happens with the economy, the people that survive are the people that other people can trust. So in a good economy, people go to anybody. Oh, that's the new shiny, you know, shiny penny on the, you know, the new, the newest thing. They'll Mm -hmm. buy anybody's course. But when, when the economy goes down, people still need help, but they're going to turn to the people they trust. They're not just going to pick anybody to work with, like, because it's the newest thing. So Mm -hmm. You know, you know that, Steve, you've been around for a long time and you, I'm sure you've had people that have been working with you for a really long time. And it doesn't matter, kind of with my following, it honestly doesn't matter what I talk about. The people that are really loyal to me, they want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think if I start talking about dog walking, but if I had a passion for dog walking, I think they'd want to hear my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing about a podcast, right? Because you develop yeah. this audience and they, people get to know your personality and the ones that trust you. So I think yeah. that's, the, that's the thing that people can't lose sight of, no matter what happens that's moving forward with the economy. It's to make yourself the most trusted advisor, no matter what's happening out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, uh, let me make sure I open the mic here because these new media minutes go go quick. And let me just give Rich or, or Mary an opportunity here to, to fire away and then uh, we'll circle back. But Rich? Yeah, I got a quick one. So just like the word manipulation kind of has an instantly negative connotation to it, even though chiropractors do it, you do it to a doorknob. Sensitive, you were mentioning you work with highly sensitive people and sensitivity usually has a connotation that you're soft or you're weak. And I'm thinking when you're mentioning this trust part, I'd really love, um, you know, you said, talked about being grateful and some other things that were definitely useful early, but how, how do you help people embrace their sensitivity? Because I think that's a key part of that trust building. And I think sometimes it's, it's in like how you control your emotions. And so I just really wanted you to kind of touch base on em- embracing the sensitivity as a strength, as opposed to uh, most people looking at it as a, as a weakness. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, the, the, the term highly sensitive person is actually um, pertains to a person who was born with heightened senses, taste, touch, smell, hearing. So while they might be sensitive in nature emotionally, it's really referring to the fact that um, it's actually a wiring in your brain and 15 to 20% of the population are wired that way, including I'm one of them. And it is an actual gift because people who have heightened sensitivities tend to be more intuitive because their energy, they're always intuiting, they're feeling their senses are heightened so they can feel things stronger than somebody who's not born. So when I work with highly sensitive people, 
I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying, Rich, because it is true. It, it, it is a gift. So what you're going to find is people that are highly sensitive usually go into coaching, consulting, um, the healers, the energy workers, holistic healers, chiropractors, people in the healing modalities that, that, so now that's why I'm saying when I was saying, when I'm working with highly sensitive people now, they can feel the energy of fear, but they can also feel really strongly, which is awesome. The energy of love and compassion that's happening in the world right now. Like that is the greatest gift. If you can tune into that of the, like, we're never going to see it again in our history. Mm-hmm. The amount of love and compassion on a global level. If you can tune into that, you'll be actually more prosperous in your business. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mary, anything to, uh, to add before we uh, have to wrap up this new media minute here? Yeah. So I think my daughter, one of my daughters is an empath and highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so when she's starting to go down this self-talk, I have to show her the complete opposite perspective mm-hmm. to draw her out mm-hmm. and, you know, focus on mindset with her, but honor how much she feels and loves inherently. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. So great yeah. work. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Really appreciate the the work that you're doing. And, and I just want to make sure that people have the opportunity to to connect with you. So if there's uh, a particular site they should go to, what what should they do? Because I, yeah. uh, again, really appreciate the work that you're doing to help people now. And uh, of course, you know, for, for years and years and years, but uh, certainly the work you're doing now is so important as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. They can go to debbylyngrace.com. That's D-E-B-B-I-E-L-Y-N-N. G-R-A-C-E. And I have a lot of free resources that people can download, um, particularly some things that will help in today's environment. So check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Debbie Lynn Grace, really appreciate you hanging out with us here on Reinvention Radio. And we're going to wrap up the New Media Minute. So for Richie Ote and Mary Goulet, Debbie Lynn Grace, our special guest today, I am Steve Olsher, and we'll talk to you guys next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care, everybody. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. 